Magic Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. The Four Elements, Chapter 20. Quote, Malkut, Kingdom, Number 10, on the Tree of Life, is called the Resplendent Intelligence. It is the completion of any particular round of evolution the cumulative effect of power or a combination of all four elements. Jason Lauderhand, The Spoken Kabbalah. An element in occultism is an essential component part or quality of life itself. Ancient practitioners of the universal Kabbalah recognized four elements to which they gave names that are familiar terms, yet carry profound meaning, wisdom, and power. The four divine elements as found in nature are, in this order, fire, water, air, and earth. Some practitioners include a fifth they call quintessence, but that is not really an element since it contains the four, just as the one self contains all selves and is the essence of all. Chinese metaphysics have five elements in a different but equal system. Things that come in fours can be related to the tetragrammaton, just as things that come in threes are related to the three supernals. In tarot, the sacred elements are symbolized as a wand, a cup, a sword, and a coin, pentacle. These are no ordinary implements, but rather tools placed by the one self on the magician's altar. The wizard's staff or magic wand that can create anything, the holy grail or fountain of life from which flow healing waters, Excalibur, the sword of truth and justice, and the golden coin of health, wealth, and success. The four magical elements, implements, are also the four suits of tarot. Wonderful images of these creative tools are pictured in the tarot Minor Arcana Aces, originally drawn by Pamela Coleman Smith of the Golden Dawn Society in 1910. It's always fascinates me when people call it the Golden Dawn Society. I read an article on Evelyn Underhill and the Evelyn Underhill Society thing that repeatedly referred to the, the GD as the Society of the Golden Dawn, and, and it refused to actually call it an order or a hermetic society or anything like that. And it's fascinating to me how people are like so adamant to change the facts because they don't like the facts. It's, it's always astounding to me. 
Um, also a point on the universal Kabbalah. There was no universal Kabbalah in antiquity, um, but I can see how it can be seen that way. But the Kabbalah was extremely Jewish. And in fact, when Christians started getting into Kabbalah and, and Muslims, it was sort of like a cultural appropriation. Even us studying Kabbalah today is very much cultural appropriation. Um, most Hasidic rabbis I've talked to don't have too much of a problem with it. They have taught me willingly, but they don't like it when we change it to meet our religious needs, which we often do. Um, and so that would be the universalizing of the Kabbalah. That's something that Hasidic rabbis and traditional Jewish Kabbalists don't really appreciate. But at the same time, they go, meh, you know, people do what they do, right? They've, they've been down this road for many, many centuries Plus, the ideas around Kabbalah do predate Judaism, so let's be, let's be real about where this stuff all comes from. The four elements, and we have the pictures of the Albano weight tarot. According to the universal Kabbalah, the four alchemical elements pervade all life on every level. Carefully laid out on the magician's table, they are the only tools he needs, along with his upraised white wand that connects him to the above. As Mercurius, he, she, uses the elements to create whatever is needed in the below. In the tarot, he refers to self-consciousness, and she refers to subconsciousness. At all times, the magician is aware of working intimately with his magical partner, the high priestess. They are partners in one whole androgynous self, two sides of one whole brain. The magician's red robe of desire is necessary, but it is not a tool. Any creation whatsoever begins with a desire for something. Red represents the fire of desire, which can be dangerous. Before we put on the robe to do our magic, let us examine our desires to consider long-term outcomes. Desire for the self, which equates to the greatest good for all, makes true workings of high magic always safe. The high magician feels comfy in his red robe and enjoys the company of angels. He is relaxed, yet, like the ancient masters, always careful as someone crossing an iced-over stream, Lao Tzu. You don't want the ice to crack below so all the senses are alert and attuned to guidance from above. Our teachers say humans are given all things to use, not to own. Nature's elements belong to everyone. She gives generously of herself for the benefit of all living things. Cultivate the awareness that you are sharing all resources with all life everywhere. The ego thinks it must hoard. The self always shares. No one has the right to dominate and possess nature's blessed gifts of fire, water, air, and earth. These are delightful beings called elementals, nature's spirit helpers who will assist us if we are willing to work with them. We should never try to force them to work for us. In the great work, all contributions are made willingly, cooperatively, from the heart. 1. Fire, wands. Self-consciousness, life, desire, will, passion, creativity, the power to envision, action, enthusiasm, vigor, work, Divine Father, Spirit, the Life Force, Ego, as the I Am. Kabbalah teaches that fire, as consciousness, always aims to set us free. However, spirit is so powerful that it must be invoked and used purposefully. 
Use fire consciously and carefully. When using your life force, which means playing with fire, hold your focus ready. Remember that your desires and creative ideas will be fulfilled most to your liking when you are aware of the self flowing through your thoughts, decisions, and actions. Fire knows anything is possible. Compassionate passion is appropriate to fire. Attune your will to the primal will to good. Only do what you know in your heart is for the highest good, which means you are bringing in water, the partner of fire. These actually uh, descriptions of the elements the, and the, the, the suits as they relate to how we approach elemental magic is, are very good. Water, cups, subconsciousness, love, psyche, soul, feelings, emotions, inner life, sensitivity, divine mother, first matter, mother Mary, holy grail, cosmic ocean of consciousness. Use water with guidance from your heart. Keep your heart open, especially when confronted with difficult situations. Love all, not just a few. Dive deeply into your own psyche to seek the pearl of great price. Honor your dreams and visions. Be receptive to the feelings of all living beings. Let go of attachment and surrender to the flow of life. When guided from within, fearlessly express your inner life and invite others to share theirs. Be sensitive to the presence of the goddess in yourself other people, and all of nature. When your water is operating with others involved, you are bringing in the elements of air. When your water is operating with others involved, you are bringing in the element of air. That's really great insight. This is where you can really see some of that oral tradition from Paul Foster Case through Jason Lauderhand to Arissa Victor Granny Rainbow here, just uh, seeping through her words as she uh, writes from her heart and memory and intuition, as well as this learned tradition, this oral tradition. Very, very lovely Granny Rainbow stuff here. Three, air, swords, relationship, ego as the sense of separateness, intellect, mind, thought, study, meditation, and mediation, choice, decision, division. The sword is not a tool for killing, but rather for creating for determining boundaries that shape and form our manifestations. Air creates a sense of separation in order for there to be relationship. Divine Son, Divine Bridegroom, Sword of Formation, Hermes, the Master Alchemist. Use air to think and make decisions. To weigh things in your mind and differentiate between one thing and another. The sword is placed in the heart center on the tree of life. Number six, beauty. We are supposed to use the sharp tool of intelligence to choose, carve our beautiful creations and relationships. The path connecting the Divine Mother to the Divine Son is named Zion. Sword. This is also the path of the tarot key number six, the lovers. The mother's love is expressed by the son's careful use of the sword. Compassionate Inclusive thinking. In meditation, the mother pours peace and grace into the mind. And here we have a poem from Granny Rainbow's Poetry for Children. It's called One, Two, One, Two, with a W O N on the second one. So O N E T W O, comma, W O N T O O. One, Two, 
one, two. There we go. All is one under the sun, and yet we are separate too. Sometimes we run from the other one, forgetting the golden rule. But when all's said and done, it's really fun that there's a me and a you. The game has been won when we see how the one holds together we two. <laughs> I like that. Then we have a picture of the lover's card in the Garden of Eden. It's titled, The Three Kinds of Consciousness in Perfect Alignment and Relationship. So the male and the female and then the divine angelic self above, Bodha Tarot. The sort of discrimination is needed for choosing desired parts of life from an infinite number of possibilities. Separation and ego identity are necessary for diversity. Everything in existence was shaped by some kind of sword, cut out like pieces of a puzzle. We do this partitioning constantly in our minds. Notice how much thinking we have to do when working with the sword of intellect to keep it honed, grasp it properly, and use it well. Kabbalah teaches that thoughts are things. All things are inspired by father fire and supplied by mother water. When we use Brother Ayer's thoughts wisely, beautiful creations and relations are the result, which brings us to the element of receptive, expressive Sister Earth. Earth, pentacles, manifestation, practicality, physicality, solidity, things, forms, bodies, food, health, wholeness, results, outcomes, wealth, Ownership, animals, soil, ground, divine daughter, divine bride, mother earth, mother nature. Earth is the substance of physicality, the embodiment of the other three elements. Things are literally born into form through the process of fire descending into earth. All the raw materials for anything we want to manifest are available. Earth supplies wonderful resources for which we are grateful. Wisely used, we can make infinite expressions of every well-intentioned desire. Possible structures, shapes, and uses are endless. We shape this element into whatever we want. A pentagram is a five-pointed star, a symbol of humanity. A pentacle is a pentagram in a circle. Then a chart. Archetypal world corresponds to fire, ideas, desires, and wands. Creative world. Water, possibilities, cups. Formative world, air, processes, swords. Physical world, earth, results, pentacles. The four worlds of Kabbalah aligned with the elements. Each world contributes its unique elemental power to the creative process by which all things come into being. Notes. The elements. Fire, alchemical symbol, is a triangle points up. Like fire, and the male organ, yang, direction south. Note, fire rules work and inspires the great work. In the Tarot Major Arcana, there are more cards of fire than the other elements. Fire 7, water 5, air 5, earth 5. Water, alchemical symbol, triangle points down. Like water and the female pubis, yin, direction west. Our bodies are mostly water, something to ponder. Those readers who love Mother Mary will see how she is an embodiment of divine water. She even looks like the high priestess, tarot symbol of the water element. These goddesses, who are one, always wear blue flowing robes. They are available, profoundly loving, 
and constantly experiencing all the feelings being generated in the world, whilst at the same time remaining in peaceful bliss. Mary and Isis are both named Queen of Angels and Queen of the Stars. Air, alchemical symbol, triangle pointing up with a line through it. Mix of yang and yin, direction east. The sort of discrimination basically uses its power of seeming separation to create relationships. The unity has yang and yin aspects. The sword's blade divides them. Its sharp, steady point is the place of balance between the two sides. It is the fulcrum of the scales of cosmic justice. We have nothing to fear from the holy sword. For from its place in the heart chakra on the tree of life, it is wielded with love to keep the balance of nature. Study of the air element includes consideration of Earth's atmosphere, which may appear empty, but actually is full of thought forms and energy streamers that affect at what we think and do. All things exist in relation to each other. The breath of life is obviously connected to the element of air, but we live because of the sun-fire energy that is contained in the breath. Most air contains a good deal of water as well. Earth, alchemical symbol, triangle pointing down with a line through it. Mix of yin and yang, direction north. The pentacle is a coin, symbol of true wealth, which means having all we need. The consciousness of our planetary society will evolve to a time when we do not need money because we will not need to buy things. We have been calling our home planet Earth, but she has a real name, Gaia, a lovely name for a very great and giving goddess. Alchemy has an important physical aspect. The work we do spiritually is built into the body during sleep. More notes. A discussion of fire and water in connection with Chachmah and Bina on the Tree of Life can be found on pages 35 to 36. The four elements correspond to the letters of the Tetragrammaton, the name of God in Kabbalah. To will, to know, to dare, to be silent in a beautiful little graphic hand-drawn by Granny Rainbow below. I love that. It's great. Notes. How to use the alchemical elements. Before performing this manifestation ceremony, search your heart to get in touch with your mission. Besides the mission we all share, to love. Declare that this magical ceremony is for the greatest, highest good of all. In your imagination, put on your red robe of desire and visualize your magician's altar and garden. Oh, I love that idea of the magician's garden. It is okay if you want to use physical props, but don't let them distract you from the important task at hand. Stand in the position of the magician, as we know from the tarot card. If this is difficult, just stand or sit tall with an erect spine. Focus on what you want in your mind's eye. Face to the south. Receive the fire of life, will, and desire as it flows down through your upraised wand into your spinal column and continuing into the earth. Face the west. Feel the water of grace flowing into your heart, which is an open, receptive, and grateful vessel. Face the east. See the airy vision of your desire to take place, like a hologram around you. Face the north. Know that what you desire exists in earthly form. It will manifest at exactly the right time. Give thanks to the one true self, giver of all life and blessings. Another way to contemplate and experience the elements, from olden days, they are aligned with the four admonitions, 
to will, to know, to dare, and be silent. Learn them and practice what they recommend. To admonish is to urge earnestly, advise strongly. Note, look through a tarot deck to familiarize yourself with the look and functions of the elements at work. Well, I, of course, love looking into the elements and uh, the four principles of magic, to know, will, dare, and be silent. And That's a beautiful exercise and a great chapter from Granny Rainbow's High Magic, How to Turn Your Lead into Gold by Rissa Victor. Thanks for joining. Hi, I'm Granny Rainbow. Thanks for listening to my friend Frater R.C. read from my out-of-print book, High Magic, How to Turn Your Lead into Gold. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, Golden Dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information to order any of its products, please visit www.hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. That's hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. And as a lot of you know, I've uh, talked with the publisher Lenny on the podcast before, including a six-hour epic uh, extended version on the Patreon, and uh, seen the fine edition of his new grimoire of Scott's Discovery of Witchcraft, which is only available for purchase up to 50 limited copies uh, till the end of May, I believe. So check it out now, hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk.